Hey guys, welcome back to Octagon Control. Today we are going to talk about the UFC during 2005 when I started watching till 2000, I want to say 11 or 12 when it started to turn into where there's still good fights and good fighters, but it wasn't as exciting to see some fighters as it was when it was in the early 2000s. Now, one of the fights I loved watching was Diego Sanchez versus Clay Guida. Now, I liked that matchup because it was two brawlers that really loved to fight and it just made for a good fight as you watch the fight they would just punch the living shit out of each other and it made for a good fight because they were just going back and forth and back and forth during that fight and they both would not go down and it just made for an exciting fight. Um, so, yeah, there were some other fights like Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz where Chuck Liddell made Tito Ortiz tap two strikes, which I don't know about you guys, but tapping the strikes is kind of a dumb move. It's like, just get knocked out or quit. Because tapping to strikes is basically quitting. Um, yeah, and with that matchup, uh, Chuck Liddell ended up winning two fights against Tito Ortiz in the UFC. And Tito's never beat him in the UFC. He did end up beating him a couple years ago. But that's also because they're both old and Chuck wasn't in his prime. Um, but some other good fights um, were, I want to say, Robbie Lawler fought one of the Diaz brothers. Um, and that was a really good fight. Just two warriors going at it with that fight. Um, and yeah. Um, some pride fighters that I want to talk about is Fedor Emelianenko. Now, if you guys know what MMA is, you guys definitely got to know who Fedor Emelianenko is. One of my favorite pride fighters of all time, if not one of my favorite fighters. Um, because he was just one of those fighters that could strike and could also beat you on the ground. And he was one of those fighters 
in his career, he was unbeaten for the longest time. And keep in mind, he was fighting fighters like Wanderlei Silva, Mauricio Shogun Hua. Um, I'm not sure if they fought, but Rampage Jackson um, and just those gnarly guys. And with Pride, Pride was basically a no rules type of league. There were a lot of fighters that were using steroids. Um, a lot of the fights were rigged. Um, I'm not sure what fights, but Rampage Jackson has been in an interview and has said that a couple of his matches were rigged. Um, and yeah, another fighter that was one of my favorites and fought in pride was Wonderlay, the axe murderer Silva. Um, he was a hell of a fighter, won the Grand Prix a couple of times, um, was pride champion, and he was just an amazing fighter. Um, another one that is one of my dad's favorites, was um, Shogun when he was fighting in Pride. And is one of his favorite fighters. And when he came to the UFC, you could definitely tell that he was using steroids when fighting in Pride because he looked a lot different. Now, he was a good fighter and still is. But you could definitely tell Pride had some weird allegations and stuff like that with their MMA philosophy. Um, and yeah, they were, Pride was owned by a couple of Japanese gangsters. Um, and it ultimately fell apart because the UFC bought it out. Um, and the UFC got screwed when they bought it because all the contracts were basically illegal contracts. And so UFC sent some guys over there to try to fix it out in that kind of sense. But then they just turned it into Dream, which was no part of the UFC. Um... But it was an interesting time. I was able to grow up to where I could have, could see a couple Pride fights. Because Pride ended up shutting down in... I believe it was in 27 is when it got shut down. Started in 1997. Um... And it was a interesting thing. It ended up getting owned by Zufa. But one of the key people, I believe, I could be wrong, um, ended up 
committing suicide after it happened. But there were a lot of different rules. Soccer kicks, body slams directly in the head, or basically spiking. And they allowed shoes. Um, and it was just an interesting one. But, um, yeah, let's get off that topic for a little bit because I'm guessing I'm boring you guys a little bit. Um, anyways, some MMA news I want to let you guys know about. Bryce Mitchell will not be fighting in UFC 288 because of a undisclosed injury. And so he will be filled in by a UFC fighter who is making his debut. And that fighter has over 20 wins. I forgot his name, but he has over 20 wins in a different fighting promotion. And he's fighting a guy who has six wins and no losses in the UFC. So it'll be an interesting fight. That 288 card is a loaded card, and I definitely recommend you guys watch it. It'll be Aljamain Sterling and Henry Cejudo in the main event. Um, Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns in the co. Jessica Andreid versus Jan Exo Nanan. Um, and Crone Gracie will be fighting Drew Dober, Devin Clark, Chaos Williams, Braxton Smith, Parker Porter, Phil Hawes. Basically, it's just a Johnny Munoz. It's a loaded card, and I definitely recommend you guys watch it. Um, and yeah, it's going to make for a good time. And a fun card. Um, and yeah, some jujitsu um, things I'd like to say. Um, there is a couple of tournaments coming out right now. Um, the 2023 Orange County International Jiu-Jitsu Open Nogi Okawana International Jiu-Jitsu Championship. Uh, the Tokyo International Nogi Championship for those guys that like to go overseas and do Jiu-Jitsu. And... Um, think there's a couple more coming up here soon too Atlanta Spring International Open the Denver International Open um, the Houston International Opens gonna be going on so is the Paris Spring the San Diego Spring International Open, Baton Rouge, 
uh, Floripia, and the Master International Jiu-Jitsu Championship, which is May 31st and June 1st. Um, and in June, there's a World IBJJF Jiu-Jitsu Championship in Long Beach. Um, and yeah, for all my Jiu-Jitsu guys and gals and kids who like to compete, those are the tournaments that are coming up. I definitely say IBJJF is one of the best tournaments to compete at. So if you're definitely thinking about it, um, you should try to go to some of those tournaments. Um, the Denver one, I've never been to, but I'd recommend if you live close to Denver. Um, I'm talking to you, Montana guys and gals um and yeah i'm ted zilla signing out peace